0: You are listening to the RTE Today podcast, featuring some of our best bits from the show on RTE One weekdays at 3.30. We have our news panel with us in studio. We have actor and writer Mary McAvoy. We have the CEO of the Royal Irish Automobile Club, Conor Faulkner. And in our Dublin studio from the Irish Independent, we have columnist Ino Doherty. To have to over as always. Ino, we're going to start with you. And Bambi Thug will represent Ireland at this year's Eurovision in Sweden. How do you think we'll get on?
1: It's certainly different <laughs> yeah. to, to what we normally said. Um, just for the record, before we go on, I'd like to say that uh, as a music fan, uh, I don't like the Eurovision because I like music um, and I've never had any great interest in the Eurovision. And Friday night ended up being the worst Friday night's telly I've ever had to watch because the wife insisted on watching the final of Traitors and then we had to watch Eurovision. Meanwhile, <laughs> Masters of the Air was premiering. Um, so I was a very unhappy ain but I think this is kind of... It has an element of madness. It's not the kind of madness that anybody's ever seen The Darkness or Marilyn Manson won't have seen before. But in terms of the Eurovision, I thought all the songs were quite uh, irritating, to be honest with you. Um, the, I thought that the, the girl who sang in the Irish song was probably the least irritating of all of them. But I think we should all just be relieved that uh, Bambi Thug run, because... It means we're not sending another bloody boy band mm-hmm. to Europe. Um, we're sending something different. I mean, this could be some crazy entry from Eastern Europe, and they always seem to do really well. So, um, but again, the other thing that I would have people are talking about a boycott of Eurovision, which I don't agree with, but I would actually boycott it on the basis that I feel very, very sorry for Marty Whelan. Every year we send poor Marty over there. Every year he gets really excited. And then by the time the final comes around and we haven't qualified, he just sounds like he's about to cry. So I think we should all pray for Marty. And we should all hope that Bambi Thug does really well just to keep Marty sane. Before I he starts declaring war in other countries.
2: I love listening to Marty. He's he's, yeah, he's actually fantastic. my favourite bit yeah. of the whole thing. He's, he's got Terry Harry Wogan thing going on. He does. He does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so good yeah. at it. What do, you th-
0: do you think we have a chance this year, Mary? What do you think I, of the I, song, first of all, I, and the performance? A, a,
2: a full disclosure, yeah. uh, I love the look. I didn't hear the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do know Ailsha a little bit, mm. uh, but um, I... Uh, I think from what the, the snippets that I've heard, I think it's got that kind of strange stroke camp thing that mm-hmm. could do very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish them the very best to look. I really do. I just love the look. I think it's incredible. Yeah. Um, and it's very shake. I don't want to be even referencing something else, but it's kind of Shakespeare's sister, but it's, yeah. it's, yes. it's, okay, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I but I wish, I wish them the very best and I think it's, it's very on point for Eurovision as it is manifesting at the moment. The, the new Eurovision yeah, of the yeah, last yeah, few years. Yeah. We
0: asked our
3: viewers, um, Mary, will Bamble Tug win the Eurovision? And of the 324 people that voted, 31% said yes. And 69% said no. That's a third. Well, that, that's probably optimistic based on recent performance. And mm. I, I'd echo some of what Ian said. I mean, at least the Eurovision is useful for keeping grumpy old men grumpy. And it <laughs> kind, of, kind of works on me as well. And look, may, maybe it'll sweep the board and win everything. But I, you know, I think the artists these days, all of them, not just the Irish one, it's almost like they're trying to second guess the latest trend yes. rather mm. than just, oh, well, one of these years, a really simple song like Rock and Roll Kids or something like that will just sweep the board with Eurovision. Um, but who knows maybe this maybe this will win it for ireland mm-hmm. um, I, I was talking to to Siobhan, uh, on the phone earlier on and i was saying that the whole thing about the eurovision is it's it's just become performative mm-hmm. and then i thought well, what else is the Eurovision meant to is. be? Maybe yeah. that's the whole well, point. There
2: was, there used to be great anthems. Do you remember mm. Vicky Leandros and all those people? They had lovely anthems of, mm. anthems of songs, very well constructed songs. I'm not saying that, as I say, this is mm-hmm. Eurovision Mark II, it's not the same. Mm-hmm. But, uh, as you say, I think probably it will turn on its head at yeah. some stage. Everybody will say, let's, yeah, it, it has was...
0: it has changed a lot though. But ah, like, yeah. if you go back yeah. to the, when we were winning those, we yeah. had fantastic, it's, totally songs. Songs. it's, it's a different, totally yeah. different yeah. composition. Yeah, yeah I still I remember, remember the songs? I think this is
2: just it's it's camp and it's fun. It's more of a circus, yeah. it's more isn't, isn't it? Circus? Yeah. When, so, yeah, it is. I think yeah. when is, yeah. the
3: Finnish Klingons won it the first time. That was was that a tipping <laughs> That's point? Funny. That's a good few years ago <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connor, you you had a look at at the papers first as well, and there was a story in the Irish Times that stood out for you. This is about giving advice. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when is it good to give advice? are there ways to give advice? Um, and, and sometimes it's good advice to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> um, so it, it kind of depends. I mean, I've been thinking about over the years, I've had kind of mentor relationships with people who've been able to give me really good advice. Um, I've also been a dad, which you know, probably filled my kids' ears with all sorts of advice, good and bad. Um, and So it depends. But if the advice comes in the form of assisting your driving while sitting in the passenger seat, <laughs> I promise you that that is never, ever a good idea.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you, you think? You know, I know you don't drive... But well, I think you don't.
1: No, and the world is a much safer place.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who would you go to for advice, or, and are you good at giving advice?
1: Well, if I wanted a heads-up, I'd probably talk to Sarah, my mm. wife. I would, there's nobody else I'd really trust. Um, but one of the things that amuses her immensely is that a lot of people down the years have come to me for advice. And she can't understand that because, as she points out, it's not as if I have a particularly sympathetic face. <laughs> um, but, you know, I do think that you don't proffer advice unless you're asked. I think it could yeah, be the that's, brutal, that's, yeah. I think that could be the brutal honesty, It's rude and it's overbearing. Yeah. But what I think is what, what's better than giving advice a lot of the time is just listening. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. And just letting the person get the problem off their chest. And there's one mate of mine that, I mean, he was gone through a tough time a while ago, and we'd meet up for a pint, and I'd say, right, you get two pints, I'm not going to say a word, you get to blow everything off your chest, and then we're going to be talking about the football. Yeah. And <laughs> he would then just t- have the two pints, get everything off his chest, and then we'd talk about football. And that yeah. was a better way of doing things, I think.
2: Mm. Do you know what gets me? I, 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 I have a friend who rings me sometimes and says, blah, 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 what do you think, Mary? And I go... Well, I think, oh, maybe we should do this, and that's gone. So you'd ring her three days later, and I said, did you do that? No, no, I, th- I decided I'd wait. <laughs> three days later she <laughs> says do you know something I met Dahi and he told me and I did it and it will be exactly the same yeah, yeah. thing yeah. I told her that drives me crazy yeah I oh, like so especially when you give advice and you can almost see the advice going in one ear
1: and out the other
3: yeah, yeah. You know, like why i wasting my different time different
0: as well then Lorraine
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, we're to our next story and it's about uh, 20 words Irish people mispronounce
2: yes like um,
0: what's this what's the what's, mis- what, where's the story from first of all is it from the from evoke evoke
2: mm. yes it is it is uh, um I have a great fun about this there's you know like there's the pajo and the puhan in and all of that but I don't necessarily think that things like that are mispronounced yeah. they are that it's an accent as yeah. you were, as you were saying like yeah. the word crisps comes up here as in crips, crips. I think people say crips deliberately you know yeah. um the the one that I heard the other day which drove me insane was I yeah. Interpreted. I interpretated what she said. Yeah. And it's just there are certain words, and there are words that annoy me as well, like sandwich. I hate people saying sandwiches. Yeah, Yeah. is that
3: somewhere between the accent and and the error? Yeah, Um, yeah. uh, Pacifically is one that drives me. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But Lorraine, you remember back in our AA Roadwatch days, we were so serious about that because Mm. we had a pronunciation guide. I think you wrote half of it at one stage. I Don't know know why they got me to write it. (laughs) Because uh, actually, you used to regularly get it. Well, so did I. You would get it in the neck if there was a uh, say a crash had happened on the Cargrahan Strait or something mm. like that, and, and you you mispronounce yes. a Cork place name with your Dublin accent on the record, <laughs> you will be hearing about it very quickly. Yeah. But it, I think particularly on radio, maybe yes. that's just me, but it, it, it does great... When you, I don't, I don't mind sort of regional accents. I've yeah. done this, mm. I've done that. Or this, that, these and those, which is yeah. just the right way to say it if you're <laughs> in Dublin. Yeah. Um, yeah. When yeah. people just get things that are just plain wrong, I, I, yeah. it, it, it brings out the grumpy old man in my otherwise sunny dispositions. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, what do you think?
2: Uh, talk about sunny dispositions. Well, <laughs> there's, a, there's,
1: there's, a di- there's a difference between mispronouncing words and just getting words wrong i mean the amount of people who mix up exasperate with exacerbate for example mm-hmm. and you even see it, it in print but and then and uh, probably the most irish mispronunciation is when somebody's been out on the lash and you're talking to them and they say i was pelatic last night as opposed to paralytic <laughs> which i think is a very irish thing but the one thing i remember i've always referred to it as quinoa Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, the wife very smugly one. Day, the wife very smugly one day informed me that it's actually called quinoa, uh, because she was watching America's Top Chef or one of those awful programs, and they were using the uh, the right pronunciation. But I'll tell you one thing now, Dohy and Lorraine. For, as far as I'm concerned, it's quinoa, and I'll fight anybody who says otherwise. <laughs> we have to make a stand.
0: <laughs> those are fighting words.
2: Would you say espresso or espresso? Mm. What is it? Espresso or
0: espresso? Espresso. Espresso. Espresso, yeah. That's because
3: espresso is just plain wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I say the difference between pronouncing something differently or there being regional speech and being just plain wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the just plain wrong stuff drives me mad. Yeah. 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 Ian, you are going to tell us about a story that's in the Daily Mail about where people like to watch sports. Is that, yeah? Pubs being in the top three. Yeah, I
1: was actually quite. I was quite surprised uh, by the results of this, actually, Um, Mm -hmm. where people going to the pub is only third in the list. Mm -hmm. It turns out that most people prefer to either watch it on their own sofa or go to a friend's house or Mm -hmm. they get together with family. And I have to say, uh, I would cut off my own eyelids before going to a pub to watch a match. Um, I much prefer just to stay at home, sit on my own, pay attention to the game. Um, if I wanted to listen to some drunken Egypt talking nonsense, I'd just record myself and play <laughs> it back afterwards. Um, I, 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 th- there was one time I was, the last time I was caught in a pub for a match, and half the people weren't looking at the game. They were yeah. just, they were having a bit of crack, and they wanted to have a sing-song and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the... the Sport is too important to be enjoyed. It has to be endured. Like, like, anybody, uh, uh, any, like Anybody who watched the Rugby World Cup will know that. This wasn't a fun thing. And the people who were going Torture. to the pubs were just going there just because they were just following the gang. Whereas yeah. I was sitting at home chewing my nails and uh, bricking it, basically. Yeah. And that's the way high-level sport should be. Again, I just think the great myth is that sport should be enjoyed. It's not, No, yeah, it's not. It's, uh, yeah. it's it's a form of self-inflicted torture. Yeah.
3: I
2: agree. I agree 100%. Would yeah. you like
0: to watch it out at the pub or at home? or? Oh,
2: oh,
3: we're, we're borderline dysfunctional. The whole family are sports mad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, rugby especially. Yes. Season yeah. ticket. So Leinster season. Leinster and the dubs go to the stadium all yeah. the time. I, Ian was at home on the couch chewing his nails. I was in the stadium in Paris chewing my nails and again it was uh, we've just been ever since the kids were tiny we've been really into it so we love stadium first by a long distance and if we're going to watch it on telly we need to be cocooned because the whole family <laughs> will be yeah. we nearly have to tell the neighbours that it isn't a murder yeah, happening and that the you know, screaming is just the Falklands are I'm going to your house for the tele- next game that that sounds you should, brilliant. You'll, you'll hear us yeah. just <laughs> open your window
0: <laughs> colour-mairing <Caller Mary laughs> great to have you on the show yeah, today Thank
2: you. thank you
0: thanks for listening don't forget to tune in to the Today Show every weekday on RTE 1 from 3.30. Or if you miss the show, you can watch it back on the RTE player. Visit rte.ie forward slash player. Stay tuned.